Welcome to another episode of Exploring Arts Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Crystal, and I am delighted to have Selena and Jolene. Welcome to the Exploring Arts Podcast. We will be covering a case study on Merce Cunningham, but first, we should go over who Merce Cunningham was. Merce Cunningham was one of the greatest American dance artists. He is considered one of the most important figures in the development of modern dance and is known for innovative approach to movement and his collaborations with artists from various disciplines. Born on April 16, 1919, in Centralia, Washington, Cunningham began his dance training at an early age. He studied ballet and modern dance techniques and eventually became a member of the Martha Graham Dance Center Company. In the 1940s, during this time, he started to develop his own choreographic style which broke away from traditional narrative-driven dance and embraced a more abstract and experimental approach. His seven-decade career was distinguished by constant innovation in which he expanded the frontiers of contemporary arts, visual arts, performing arts, and music. Cunningham, considered the most influential choreographer of the 20th century, was a many-sided artist. He was a dance maker, a fierce collaborator, a chance taker, a balance innovator, a film producer, and a teacher. During his 70 years of creative practice, Cunningham's explorations forever changed the landscape of dance, music, and contemporary arts. During his career, Merce created 180 repertory dances and more than 700 events, in which he knit together movement phrases from the past and future awards and choreographic events that could be performed anywhere. Throughout his career, Cunningham collaborated with numerous artists, including composers like John Cage, who became his life partner and collaborator, and visual artists such as Robert Rothenberg and James Jasper Johns. These collaborations often resulted in interdisciplinary performances that combined dance and music. Merce Cunningham's work had a profound impact on the world of dance expanding the boundaries of what could be considered dance and redefining the relationships between movement and music, as well as the role of technology in performance. His legacy continues to inspire choreographers and dancers around the world, and his influence can be seen in contemporary dances practice. Even at an early age, Merce Cunningham delighted audiences with his physical and expressive abilities and his compelling stage presence. Had a deep role of energy for performance, a passion that would develop into an unparalleled and pro- prolific career as a choreographer. Cunningham started his own dance company in the 1953 and created hundreds of unique choreographic works. Defined by presentation and com- complexity, Cunningham's dances combined intense physically and intellectual rigor. He challenged traditional ideas of dance, such as the such as the role of dancers and the audience, the limitations of stage, and relationship between movement and beauty. Cunningham's embrace of art, embrace of an expanded possibility of dance, music, and visual arts reads like a how-to for pushing the boundaries of culture and subsequent generations. Now we will welcome Selena. She will be going over Merce Cunningham's intentions and interpretation he has shown through, he has shown through his words. Welcome, Selena. Hi, so um, so through his works, Mercy Cunningham aimed to explore and communicate a range of ideas and concepts. While each piece had its own specific focus, there were overarching themes and intentions that permeate much of Cunningham's choreography. 
Cunningham had several artistic intentions that guided his approach to dance and choreography. He viewed choreography as a form of artistic expression in its own right. These intentions were shaped by his belief in the autonomy of movement, his interest in collaboration, and his desire to challenge conventional ideas about dance. Cunningham believed in the inherent value of movement, separate from any narrative or emotional context. He aimed to explore movement as an independent entity, allowing dancers to express themselves. Cunningham sought to liberate dance from storytelling or symbolic representation, emphasizing the physicality and individuality of the dancers. Cunningham integrated chance procedures into his creative process, introducing an element of unpredictability and spontaneity into his works. He often used random methods to generate movement sequences or make choreography decisions. By turning over control to chance, he aimed to break free from preconceived notions and allow for new possibilities to emerge. Visual artists had a profound impact on Cunningham's work. He often drew inspiration from visual art movements and collaboration was a vital part of Cunningham's artistic practice. He worked closely with composers, visual artists, and designers to create a multidisciplinary performances. These collaborations aimed to foster a dialogue between different art forms, exploring the intersections and possibilities that emerged from these partnerships. Cunningham believed that the integration of various artistic elements enriched the overall experience and expanded the boundaries of dance. Cunningham was known for challenging traditional ideas about dance. He sought to push the boundaries of choreography and movement, constantly questioning established norms and exploring new possibilities. His works often defy expectations, embracing abstraction, unconventional movement, and nonlinear structure. Cunningham was interested in the relationship between movement, time, and space. His choreography often played with the perception of time, incorporating pauses, repetitions, and unpredictable rhythms. He also explored the spiral possibilities of dance, utilizing the entire performance space and experimenting with various levels, directions, and configuration. Cunningham intended to create a sense of timelessness and the illusion of continuous and involving experience. The intention was to invite the audience to contemplate the temporal nature of dance and its relationship to their own experience of time. As an artist, Mercy Cunningham was known for his innovative and experimental approach to dance. He pushed the boundaries of traditional dance forms and embraced the more abstract and autonomous style of movement. Overall, Cunningham's artistic interpretation can be characterized as groundbreaking, non-traditional, and exploratory. He constantly pushed the boundaries of what dance could be, embracing abstraction, anatomy, chance, and collaboration. His intentions and interpretations can be seen in his piece, Winter Branch, collaborative effort between Cunningham, composer Lamonte Young, and his visual artist, Robert Rauschenberg. The piece is characterized as its dark and dramatic atmosphere, exploring themes of darkness, tension, and the passage of time. The choreography of Winter Branch is highly abstract and non-narrative reflecting Cunningham's emphasis on the autonomy of movement. The dancers engage in a series of intense and vigorous movements, often appearing isolated and disconnected from one another. 
The movement vocabulary includes sudden changes in direction, rapid shift in speed and energy, and contorted body shapes. Cunningham's use of chance procedures is also evident in Winterbranch. As the dancer's movements are not predetermined but unfolded at the moment, creating an element of unpredictability and spontaneity. Lamonta Young's original score for Winter Branch is an electric composition characterized by a persistent pulsating drum. Winter Branch incorporates dissonant, dissonant elements in both movement and music, heightening the, the sense of tension and unease. The concept for Winter Branch came from what Cunningham referred to as facts in dancing. Two such facts are the act of falling, and unless one stays on the ground, the subsequent act of rising. The dance began with Cunningham crawling slowly across the stage carrying a flashlight, followed by the dancers engaging in a series of falls in both slow and fast motion, eventually clustering together to fall and rise as a cohesive group. Cunningham asked Rashenberg to think of the lighting as if it was nighttime with automobile lights flashing in faces, reminiscent of walking alone a dark highway. Rashenberg dressed the dancers in sweats, suits, and sneakers with paint with black paint under their eyes. Lamonte Young's music for the piece entitled Two Sounds. Cunningham intended to challenge traditional notions of harmony and beauty, embracing the discordant and ambiguous qualities of movement and sound. The intention was to provoke the audience perception and response, encourage them to engage with the complexities and contradictions presented in the performance. Rachenberg's set design and lightning play a crucial role in Winter Branch. The set consists of large white branch-like structures that hang from the ceiling, creating a stark and abstract environment. The lightning design with its dark contrast and shadows enhance the sense of darkness and ambiguity. Winter Branch is often regarded as a powerful and visceral work, challenging traditional notions of dance and pushing the boundaries of movements and expression. It exemplifies Cunningham's commitment to experimentation abstraction, and collaboration, showcasing his unique artistic vision and his desire to create multidisciplinary experiences. Now we welcome in Jolene. She'll be covering the audience intentions versus Mercy and intentions. Welcome, Jolene. Thank you, Crystal. As mentioned before, Mercy Cunningham's artistic technique slash style is what some would call random. He set out his artistic style to be that music and dance should coexist independently within the same music, stating that music, dancers, mood, and rhythm should be separate from each other. With most choreographed pieces, artists tend to connect the way dancers move to music. For example, with upbeat music, you tend to associate that tone with energetic movements such as jumping and twirling freely. You don't typically dance that way when you hear a careless whisper. He mentioned that by him embracing randomness, this allowed his imagination to roam free, producing more creativity. Uh, he produced free-form choreographies by using chants. He did this by rolling dice, flipping coins, or even consulting the I Ching, which is an ancient text from China used for divination. So his main intention was to be ambiguous, 
Now, how did his ambiguity transfer to his audience? Needless to say, when people saw Cunningham's work, they were perplexed, to say the least. Since they saw his pieces, they would observe how the dancers were disconnected from the music and setting, all seeming like a big, giant performance of randomness. Many found his work to be challenging and controversial. The breaking free from society's norms definitely stirred up people's views of his art. His rejection of narrative and emphasis on abstraction and chance elements often confused some or alienated some viewers who were accustomed to conventional storytelling in a dance composition. Cunningham was actually very inviting of different interpretations of his work. He believed that an audience's interpretation slash experience and an artist's intention are equally significant. Since his choreographies were very abstract and free-willed in a sort of way, this allowed for the audience to be actively engaged in the performance, never knowing what was going to happen next. For instance, in Winter Branch, there would be movements of flashing lights where dancers would appear to be jumping in midair or holding a particular pose. The lights would also move across the stage to mimic a car's headlights passing by. This would give a sense of unpredictability to the audience, thus leading people to decipher what they saw on their own. Many people thought Winter Branch was about race riots, concentration camps, bomb cities, or even an atomic bomb itself. Or some just thought it was about bodies falling to the ground. Keep in mind that each of these significances came from people of various regions of the world, such as Germany or Tokyo. Going to back what was said in Chapter 2 of Living with Art, it states that, quote, meaning in art is rarely so simple and straightforward. Rather than a definitive meaning that can be found once and for all, art inspired interpretations that are many and changeable, end quote. As with many abstract works, much of the audience's meaning and interpretation comes in various forms and conclusions, fostering a personal connection between the viewer and work. Cunningham's impact of openness in the field of dance is widely recognized and inspired many future choreographers to experiment and not fit into the standard molds that is the world of dance. This transformation of dance situates him within the company of 20th century's most influential artists who set the way for postmodernism. For choreographers Mark Morris, Beth Jill and Twyla Thorpe to avant-garde stage directors such as Robert Wilson and performance artists like Laurie Anderson. Cunningham's works have since then been danced by numerous artists. Uh, no, by danced by numerous companies, including by the the New York City Ballet and American Ballet Theater, the Paris Opera Ballet and Francis Theatre du Silence. Among his many honors are the British Awards, Kennedy Center Honors, National Medal of Arts, Italy's Porcelli's Prize, and New York City's Handel Medallion. His works till this day continue to be studied and appreciated by many around the world. Thank you so much, Lena and Jolene. I feel like the way Mars took dance and turned it into something so different and conventional is so interesting. Now, how would you guys feel if y'all went to a theater and the music didn't go along with the people dancing? 
we all want to leave or we all find it random and weird? I feel like we would all like kind of like find it like very like uh, I wouldn't say like unsettling but like very like weird like seeing how like the music can be like so like upbeat and then like the dancers are like dancing in like a slow motion type of way like that they wouldn't really correlate you know yeah I agree I feel like I would initially feel like confused with the music and the dancing not appearing to be like in sync I I feel like I would also be like curious onto like was it a mistake or like why are they doing that definitely because with the way that um in the winter branch video they showed that the dancers were like being like dragged away and i was like well did they like have like an accident or like was you know kind of going back to that whole thing was it like on purpose or was it like an accident type of sort of thing yeah i feel like what he uses he uses it more to like get the audience to engage in what's going on and i think like since this was recorded and he did this in the 19th um hundreds it's pretty common to see today's day that nothing's like normal anymore and dance is so different in every single way and aspect the music never like goes along it's just now they're on their own world doing their own thing yeah i agree like i feel like when that type of thing like these type of dances are shown it really makes people like engage and like think and like they might appreciate how they are creating this contrast with the music and dancing i also like the way how Rushenberg only used like black and white colors but performances like nowadays we see a lot of color when we we go to a theater and see performances yeah Yeah. oh oh, go 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 you go you (laughs) i was just gonna talk about how um, it is very interesting because I feel like usually people show like they do these dances with color or like with I don't know yeah definitely it's like very like monochromatic as we saw like in the last chapter which was I think chapter chapter six or four or five I forgot where we like ex- <laughs> yeah where we discovered you know like the whole like uh the color schemes uh it's definitely interesting how he used you know mono like chromatic like within like his work because it kind of adds to like the vibe of like being like very obscure and like ambiguous to the piece you know yeah I feel like because they he used like more of like only a few colors it allowed the audience to like interpret their own way instead of being like um like being manipulated or being like by the colors you know what I mean like with it just being black and white they were able to interpret it their own way yeah and I feel like even though that was in the 1900s you looked a lot to the future like yes we use color now but we also do use black and white and chromatic colors like I feel like he has a sense in his in his performances of the future of like how the future is going to be like the modern look so that was interesting mm-hmm also definitely oh oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) no no keep going going, okay okay so the the whole thing like with like clothing that was also like a very interesting take that he decided to do because you know with like it was very much with ballet back then it was like you know having like the big like tutus and like the you know yeah and the leotards being like very like fancy with it you know he decided to like take 
you know on his approach to like very kind of like casual like being in like uh sneakers and like and like sweats sw- i think it was. yeah and sweats yeah, so making it, the dancers comfortable yeah <laughs> it's it's very very modern of him <laughs> all right thank you so much for joining us today sabrina and jillian i appreciate it this concludes the exploring our podcast subscribe to exploring our podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud or wherever you get your podcast thank you for listening please join us soon and remember to stay curious